What's up, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Padding the Stats podcast. My name is Bose, and with me is my co-host, TK. Yo. On this episode, we're just going to get into a little college football preview, talk a little news, and then we'll touch on some upcoming NFL games and the uh, upcoming UFC card this weekend. Yes, sir. To get started... There's not really a whole lot of good games to talk about in college football this weekend. Uh, there's been a decent amount of cancellations. So uh, we're just kind of going to touch on a few of the top 25 ranked games. Uh, we'll start with Georgia versus number 25, Missouri. Yeah, so this game is kind of interesting to me because Missouri's kind of been rolling lately. Um, I mean, offensively at least. Uh, they got a solid offense, but we have – in my opinion, one of the better defenses in the nation. So it's an interesting matchup. I, uh, I'm excited to watch it. Yeah, I mean, on paper, it doesn't seem like it should be too good of a game. I, I expect Georgia to win this game. But like you said, Missouri has been kind of on an offensive tear lately. So we'll see how that goes with them versus Georgia. I don't really see Missouri win this game. It's still only looking at 27 I think points per game, whereas Georgia's that 31, and they're also giving up more points per game than what Georgia is. Like, talent wise, obviously, we should win this game year in and year out, but you know how these things go as a Georgia fan, bro. It's that we always have one at least one game a year where we at least play close to somebody that we shouldn't, which may have been the Mississippi State game, and we might come out here and just absolutely mop the floor with them. But I think their offense is good enough to at least put up some points. I, I don't think they're going to win. And I don't think it'll be particularly close, but we'll see. Yeah, I mean, their quarterback hasn't been terrible. He's thrown for over 2,000 yards this season, uh, five touchdowns, only two interceptions. So he's been pretty good. And then their running back, he's – I think just over 800 yards or their leading running back is just over 800 yards on the season, which is more than Georgia's leading rusher. But at the same time, Georgia has way more people to throw in that running back to get yardage for them. So I think the spread's only 13 on that, I believe. I think Georgia can cover that. It's just going to depend on how their defense holds up against the pass. And if they can hold up against the pass, I don't see this game being close. We'll see. I think think it could possibly be a good matchup. And I also think that Georgia could just go in and walk the dog on them. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, Let's move into pretty much the only other good game of the week. And it's the battle of probably the two best uniforms of the week, uh, UNC and Miami. Yeah, I'd have to agree there. Miami going with the Miami Knight uniforms, 2.0. They look pretty good. They just released the helmet, which is a little bit different from what what it has been. Really good-looking uniforms. And, I mean, Carolina just always has good-looking uniforms. Jordan does very well with what they they wear week in and week out. So, yeah, I I would have to agree on that, though. But in this game, you know, you got Derek King versus Sam Howell. 
you know, Sam Howell's real good quarterback. Obviously, Derek King's a good quarterback. Fairly close numbers as far as touchdowns and interceptions are concerned. King has 20 touchdowns with four interceptions, and Howell has 26 with six interceptions. Howell has a decent amount uh, more yardage than what King has uh, passing, but, you know, King's also a threat to run the ball. I think the biggest thing for Miami is going to be stop the run because they, I mean, UNC has weapons everywhere. Their offense is really good. So I can definitely see them putting up points on Miami. But at the same time, I don't think they're North Carolina's defense just, I don't believe, has the talent to stop Miami from scoring. So I believe this could be a shootout. The over under on this is 67 and a half. So obviously they expect this to be a pretty high scoring game. And I kind of expect the same thing. Yeah, honestly, I would probably take the over on that. I think, I personally think this is going to be a shootout, like a damn good shootout at that, too. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, I mean, UNC up, been up and down all year. So uh, we'll see which UNC shows up. I mean, obviously, they've, they have some decent wins, I guess, over like NC State, but then they have terrible losses, like the one to Virginia and, most importantly, the one to one of the worst teams in, in the country, Florida State. Right. And, I mean, that's a game that they really should have won even after they had to come back. You know, the, I think it was their tight end dropped a wide-open ball. That would have at least put them in field goal range. Uh, but, again, I mean, it's a loss. It's a bad loss. It should have really never been in there in the first place. And that just kind of showed – you know, as soon as they got in the top five, they get beat by possibly the worst team in the ACC this season. But, yeah, I mean, who knows? I mean, like I said, I expect them to put up points. But, you know, if Miami rolls out the defense that they had on the field last weekend, I could definitely see Miami being able to hold them. They are giving up more points per game than Miami, 28 to 22. And they're giving up uh, – more total yards than Miami is. But they're also, you know, pretty much looking at about 90 total yards gain per game over Miami. You know, you got a high-powered offense in North Carolina versus a pretty good, you know, Miami offense that puts up almost 450 yards a game. But you're looking at a team that has a good defense versus a team that really has no defense. So – I think you're right on taking the over on this one. The spread's only three, and I'm okay with that. You know, Miami's had some games this year where they didn't look the greatest, and I can definitely see Miami losing this game, even though it is at home. But hopefully, I mean, hopefully they hit the over and Miami just scores like 68, and North Carolina doesn't score at all, but I highly doubt that. (laughs) Yeah, that would be a dream scenario. It's gonna be a good one down in uh down in the three oh five this weekend. So moving on from that, let's talk about how big of a joke the Big Ten is for with that shit they just pulled with Ohio State. Absolutely ridiculous. First of all, they go into the season. They should have just started the season like you know, when when the ACC and the SEC did. They should have started earlier. Instead, they waited until the last minute and decided to play a season and they're going to put these stupid rules in place knowing 
that if Ohio State happens to be one of these teams that is ineligible and they're the only chance they have at a shot at the college football playoff, they're going to do this. We've been saying that for the past, you know, two weeks or so that if this happens to Ohio State, that they would possibly put them, you know, put them in the Big Ten championship game anyway. But it's happened. So they're in there. They're playing Northwestern. I don't believe that's going to be a good game. And more than likely, we'll get them a spot in the college football playoff. So just tell me this, bro. Like, if if Ohio State was the one in Northwestern's perspective where they're they already have their spot in the in the playoff, and say Indiana need has to play one more game to get to six or whatever, and they they get canceled or or you know whatever happened. And do you do you think they're making that exception for Indiana for fucking Iowa or any of these other teams in the Big Ten? Absolutely not. I mean, it's just it's really just a joke. They make it entirely too obvious that they're just I don't know how to say this like without being like super explicit, but uh they're just really bowing down to uh to Ohio State right here. And like you said, this is gonna be what gets them into the into the playoff play in like six games the whole fucking season. And I, I think that's stupid. Right. Cause I mean, obviously, you know, that game against Michigan got canceled. Smart move by Michigan, by the way. But and it's kinda it's kinda hard to say like with Indiana because they are on the same side as Ohio State. So they would have had to have beat Ohio State for this to matter. So in Indiana's Defense, if it were Indiana up in the playoff picture, so they beat Ohio State earlier in the season, and that was the team they were looking at getting into the college football playoff, then, yeah, I I do think that they would do that just to get a team in or have the chance for that matter. But say we're looking at, like, let's just say it was, like, Wisconsin or somebody like that. Let's say Wisconsin was 4-0 right now, you know, and they were the front runners in the West to get to the call or, you know, to the big 10 championship to play Ohio state. I don't think the big 10 is going to make the call to let them play because for one, it's going to, you know, I would say you're probably looking at a chance Ohio state might lose. And then you may or may not get Wisconsin in there over another team. But yeah, no, I mean, as far as where Ohio state sits right now, and I mean, if Northwestern were to beat Ohio State, they wouldn't get in. So that's not a very big risk for them because I don't think Northwestern has a chance in that game. But yeah, I, I agree fully that if it, you know, if if it was a if it was a different team on the west side of that conference, and they were going to play against Ohio State, who did have the games. They wouldn't give them the chance. They would just give it to the next person down the list and let Ohio State beat the shit out of them just so Ohio State can get in. I mean, that's really what they're pandering to is Ohio State. They're going to let them get in the playoffs after only winning six games while all these other teams have played double the amount of games. And I don't like it because what's the point of putting that rule in place if you're not going to follow it? Right, especially – I mean, everybody knows that Ohio State's the best team in the Big Ten, bro. But, like – at the same time, you can't fucking – like you said, what's the point in even having the rule if you're just going to change it as soon as it pertains – or as soon as it affects your your big team or whatever, you know, your moneymaker school. So, I don't know, dude. It 
that shit pissed me off the other day when I saw that because it, it just doesn't make any sense. I mean, if that's the case, then let's just let's just go back on the schedule. We'll cancel Georgia's game against Alabama. We'll cancel Georgia's game against Florida, and we'll be fucking we'll be six and zero, and we'll play in the SEC championship. Right. I mean, I don't I don't know the stipulations for the SEC necessarily because again, the SEC started at a reasonable time. So they had the opportunity to make these games up. And if you're looking at a six and O Georgia team, you know, and then obviously they're going to reschedule at least one of those games between them and Alabama, just to see how they stack up and to see if they're, you know, deserving of that spot. But that's the problem with the big 10 is they started so late. You don't have that chance. They can't just go back and reschedule these games because you're looking at, you know, you're looking at this game right now. Michigan canceled. Okay, well, next week is conference championship week. So there is no room for rescheduling in, in that conference. And that's why they put these these rules in place is to protect the teams that do play a full schedule. But now you're looking at it. And I mean, to be fair, you know, it's not like everybody in that on that side of their division has played that many more games, but I mean, you are looking at some teams that have two more games in Ohio State, and, you know, some of them I think are going to have three more games after this weekend's over. But, again, that whole side, outside of Indiana, on the east side of the Big Ten, nobody else has over two wins on the season. Maryland is the number three team, and they're two and two, and every other team down that list has two wins on the season. And the same can go for the West side too. They have two teams with five wins. Everybody else only has two wins. So I think my argument holds up that the big 10 is trash. I, I don't know. I think, I think the committee should, I don't, I don't know how to like, I don't want to say blackball them, but like the committee has to do something about it, bro. Like you can't have a fucking a six win Ohio state team getting in over a, like a, a, how many wins does Cincinnati have? Like eight or nine? Eight, eight and oh, nine and oh. Yeah, they're eight and oh. And uh yeah, they're eight and oh. And I don't think they're playing this weekend. But uh well actually, let me just go off off the rails here for a little bit because I'm looking at the rankings. How how is Iowa State number seven? We'll get back to the Big Ten thing, but how is Iowa State number seven? It, it makes no sense to me. Iowa State being seven over Cincinnati, over Georgia, even over Miami. They've already beat Oklahoma. They're going to play again in the uh, Big 12 championship game, but I agree. I agree 100%. It, it makes absolutely no sense that they're – I mean, they lost to, you know, University of Louisiana, and they lost to Oklahoma State, who has by far one of the worst offenses – but I, I have no idea that that's that's beyond me that they're even that they're even really still in the top ten. You know, they're they're two team or two loss team with two bad losses. Granted, those teams are still in the top twenty five that they lost to, I believe. Um, yeah, so they lost to the number nineteen team and they lost to the number twenty two team in the country. So, are we really saying that Georgia losing to Alabama and Florida is worse than, you know, Iowa State <laughs> losing to Oklahoma State and Louisiana? 
or even Miami losing to Clemson, their one loss on the season, the argument that can be made is that they beat Oklahoma. So, and Oklahoma has since made their way up the rankings. And I guess you could say they beat Texas. So they do have those wins. However, uh, Miami has a top 25 win over NC State. And then, you know, if we're going to be honest, you know, I don't, I can't remember. I think Georgia's mar- marquee win might be, is it Auburn? Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, Georgia beat Auburn pretty handedly. I mean, Auburn did nothing in that game. Uh, I don't think Auburn's a good team necessarily. But, I mean, at the same time, I think Auburn versus Iowa State would be a good game because I don't think Iowa State is that good. Let's just say Georgia goes and beats Missouri this weekend, who is a top 25 team. Are they going to put Georgia at seven? I don't think so. And it's gonna, I, I think, mean, obviously, obviously. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I think how they win is going to matter more than anything. But because when, when you look at it, Mizzou sitting at 25 right now, if Georgia wins that game, that's going to push them right back out of the top 25. So that's kind of, a, I guess, a double-edged sword. They did beat a top 25 team, and they're beating a streaking team offensively. So I think it's good. I do think that's going to be a good win. But are they going to look at it as, yeah, Georgia beat a top 25 team, but like Auburn, this team is no longer ranked. So I definitely see that. I definitely see your argument. Because I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you on whether or not Georgia should be ranked higher because I 100% do think they should be ranked higher. I mean, at one point, Georgia was beating Alabama, the best team in the nation. So, with Stetson Bennett. Right. I, I uh, Honestly, dude, at this point, I think I would rather have either Cincinnati or Miami at that number seven spot because both of those teams, since obviously Cincinnati's undefeated and Miami has one loss to Clemson. Like, I guess losing to, like you said, Louisiana Lafayette – and Oklahoma State is better than just losing to Clemson. That that makes absolutely no sense to me. I don't know what, what the committee is thinking on this, but who knows? I guess they're just trying to put somebody from the Big 12 up there. Yeah, I mean, they lost to – they lost – well, they lost, they lost by like 17. Yeah, 17 to Louisiana. Uh the loss to Oklahoma State, they only lost by three. But, again, Oklahoma State is not a good team. I don't think – I don't even think Oklahoma State should be ranked still, personally. I could, again, I mean, they're in the Big 12. Like, that's not a – that conference itself, it's like, they started their season horribly, and they're just – I guess you could say they're beating the shit out of each other, but, you know, whatever you want to call it. They don't have a team that stands out. Like, if you're going to say that Iowa State is the team that stands out in that conference – then yeah, I would I would be inclined to agree with that. But again, I mean, still, you're looking at a team that has two losses and they're not good losses because every I mean every that, Shit, I mean, might as well throw Louisiana Lafayette up there, bro. They only their only losses to Coastal Carolina. Yeah, I mean, seriously though, I mean that's the the more we go on, I mean that's not a bad loss. You know that I mean they beat a they beat BYU last weekend. That was a real good win for them and. Was Coast Carolina? They ended up at thirteen in the rankings, I believe. Yeah, they're sitting at ten and zero. Yeah, ten and zero. They lost to an undefeated team. I don't know. I guess you can call Louisiana a bad loss, but at the same time, 
let's just we'll, we'll just go up and down the rosters, and and you know just pound for pound. Are we looking at Louisiana compared to Alabama or Florida or Clemson? No, we're not. And it's not even it's not even close. No, it's not close at all. Um, I mean, if if I'm being honest, if I'm going from seven to ten, I would probably say Cincinnati. And then I think you could toss it up between Georgia and Miami. It just depends on how you want to look at that, because I don't think that either of those teams has an edge necessarily if that were to be a matchup. Again, like I said, Iowa State, Brees Hall, very good running back. One of the best running backs in the country. But, I mean, what's their – let me look and see what their quarterback's done real fast. It's okay. So their quarterback does have – Brock Purdy. Yeah, guy, he has almost 2,300 yards passing. Solid. I mean, he's been in solid, and their offense has been solid. But how are we judging this? Are we going by how does this team look this week, or are we going by the entire season? Because if we're going by one week, then you're just kind of discounting these losses that these teams have. And it kind of seems what they're doing, you know? I mean – Iowa State, they won big last weekend. They had a, you know, they had a big win last weekend against um, West Virginia. I mean, they won forty-two to six. Not that West Virginia is great, but again, big win. Outside of that, they pounded KSU, who's garbage. You know, they pounded Kansas, garbage. Still gave up twenty-two to Kansas, though. The team hasn't won a game all season, I don't think. And then they have not. Right. So, I mean, I don't know. I think that – I think they have a good offense. And I think that they have a decent defense for the most part. But I don't think that they're the number seven team in the country. And I don't think that you – I don't think you should be putting them up there at seven. But they do have We'll to see if that changes up. next Tuesday. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I mean, they're not going to play this week, but they do have Oklahoma um, – not this Saturday, but the following. So I have Oklahoma winning that game. I think Oklahoma's been better. I don't think that Oklahoma can't be beat, obviously, because they damn sure can, but we'll see. I think Oklahoma wins that game, and we'll see how that goes then. But after this weekend, if Georgia beats Missouri and uh, Miami beats uh, North Carolina, I don't see any way that you can keep Iowa State where they're at. At least one of those teams has to jump Iowa State with 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 those wins. Yeah, I agree. I mean, honestly, I would give it to Miami just because one loss, only being to Clemson, beating a, I think they're not what UNC seventeen and Missouri's twenty five. So I mean, I don't know. We'll see what we'll see what the committee does. But if I was there, I would put Miami seven, either leave Cincinnati at eight or put Georgia at eight. I. I think it's kind of wrong to drop somebody on a week that they don't play, which is what happened to Georgia last week. But yeah, this happened to Miami. Miami had three weeks off, and I think two of those weeks they dropped in the rankings. But again, yeah, I, I I don't agree with with Miami being number ten when you have Iowa State at seven. I could I can agree with Cincinnati or whatever they're undefeated, but and even Georgia with the two losses, but. Iowa State, I, I just think you can't get over that loss to, uh, to Louisiana. Like, I mean, 
who knows though we'll see we'll see how the fucking the rankings come out hopefully it's nothing stupid like this week's was but i'm sure i'm sure they'll put something in there just for to be controversial so moving into the nfl uh let's just run through these really quickly uh so today thursday got the patriots rams who you got um i don't know man i got I'm going to go New England. Yeah, New England's been rolling lately, but I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to roll with the Rams on this one. I just think their defense is too good. So, uh, let's keep it pushing Vikings and Bucks. Um I'm going to go Tampa Bay just really just because they're at Tampa Bay. Yeah, I'm rolling with the Bucks on this as well. Uh Chiefs Dolphins. I'm taking the Chiefs. I would love for the Dolphins to win this game, but I got to go with Chiefs. Uh, Broncos, Panthers. Taking the Panthers. Broncos kind of suck. Really, they both suck, but I'm taking the Panthers. Does Denver uh, – they still don't have a quarterback? Or that, I mean, I'm pretty sure that's over with. But they got they got Drew Locke back. Yes. Eh, still. I'll, I'll go Carolina as well on that. I don't trust Denver. Uh, Bears, Texans. Bears versus the Texans. Gonna go. I'm gonna go Texans. I think they're due. And I think the Bears have they've just been giving up too many points lately. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna get Texans on that one. Yeah, Bears defense has been ass. Hopefully, Deshaun has a good game. I'm going Texans too. Uh, Cardinals, Giants. I'm going to take the Cardinals in that. Yeah, I mean, the Giants haven't been playing bad ball lately, but I like Kyler Murray, so I'm going to go with the Cardinals on this one. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, the Giants are on a streak right now. They've won their last four, I think. Let's see. Yeah. yeah I'm pretty Giants. sure that's correct. Yeah, won their last four games. Um, I just don't. I don't think. I think that Arizona's offense is going to be too much. I think. I think they can actually win that game. Uh, let's see. Cowboys, Bengals, two trash ass teams. But I'm going to take the Cowboys just because the Bengals don't have Joe Burrow. Right, Cowboys for sure. Uh, Colts, Raiders. I'm going to take the Colts because the Raiders seem to only be good against uh, Kansas City. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Vegas in this one. Uh, they're at home. I get, I mean, I don't. I, it's a toss up to me, but I'm gonna go Raiders. Shout out Kenny Moore for the lockdown. Those those Raiders receivers. Uh, Packers Lions. Packers handedly, I think. Yeah, I'm gonna go Green Bay as well. I don't think Detroit. I don't think Detroit has it. Falcons, Chargers. I'm going to take the Falcons simply because I'm a fan, but both teams are trash. Understandable. It's uh, where it's at at LA. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go Falcons too. The I mean, the Chargers just lost really bad to the Patriots last week, so I'm going to go Falcons on that one. Yeah, forty-five to zero. That's a that's a bad look for any team that loses like that. Here's an interesting game. 
the Niners and the Washington football team. I'm gonna I'm going with Washington in this. Absolutely. I'm going with Washington. They they have they've kind of turned it on lately as well. Uh another one of those teams they have a chance to possibly get in the playoffs this year. But yeah, I'm gonna go Washington in that one. Uh Saints, Eagles. Obvious the Saints. We'll see how Jalen Hurts does though. Yeah, I'm excited to see what Jalen Hurts can do. Mm, yeah, I'm going to go New Orleans. Here's a tough pick. Steelers, Bills. I know I said I'm going to spend a little time on this just because this is probably the best game of the week. But uh, I know I said that the Steelers have a legitimate shot of going 16-0. and But after how they looked yesterday – or not yesterday, last week, I think they're trying to make Big Ben – I mean, he's throwing the ball like 50 times a game. And I just think at his age and the mileage that he has on him, that's going to start to wear on him. Obviously, they're only really the only passes. If you watch them play, they're throwing short slants and little like comeback routes for like four or five yards at a time. I mean, they're not. I won't say they don't get big plays, but their offense is predicated on these little short passes and shit. And I'm with that being said, Josh Allen's playing like an MVP caliber player right now. So I'm rolling with the Bills on this one. Yeah, I mean, it really is minus minus the interceptions, but um, I'm going to go Steelers on that one. They were undefeated. Bad loss last week. So I think they bounced back this week. I think they get a pretty big win over the Bills. Monday Night Football, Ravens, Browns. This, this should be a good one. Who you got? Browns. I'm going Browns in this game. The Browns. It looked not bad, I guess is what I'll say this season. <laughs> yeah, I'm I too am gonna go, you know what? Just just so we don't have all the same picks, I'm gonna take the Ravens in this. They beat them like 38 to 6 or some shit week one. But like you said, the Browns have kind of been rolling lately. Yeah, they definitely turned it on. Um I just think I mean Mayfield hasn't been terrible. I mean, he doesn't have crazy numbers, but he's got better numbers than Lamar does passing. And then, they, you know, they have the same amount of interceptions. Mayfield has four more touchdowns. Uh, but then this is where I think it really separates. Lamar really doesn't have anybody to throw to, in my opinion. Uh, I think that the Browns, I think Nick Chubb is one of the best running backs in the, uh, in the, in the league. And, you know, I think Jarvis Landry is – I just think he's better than really any other receiver that Baltimore has. So, I'm going to go Browns. Yeah, they really only have Hollywood Brown, the Ravens. But uh, I don't know, dude. That defense is pretty good, uh, the Ravens. I think it's good enough to stop the Browns. Well, at least slow them down. And we'll see what Lamar can do because – he hasn't looked great this year. Um, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt here. He's still, in my opinion, one of the best quarterbacks in the league. But we'll see. I'm taking the Ravens. You got the Browns. So, yeah, be an I mean, interesting I, Monday night game. Absolutely. I mean, I think Lamar is definitely one of the more talented quarterbacks in the league. He just hasn't put it together this season like you really thought he would, especially after last season. But – I just think that these teams have figured them out. Uh, I think the Browns offensively have been better, and they're in Cleveland. So, 
I mean, the Ravens, the, the Ravens' so, leading rusher is Lamar Jackson, which I, I don't, I don't, I'm not gonna say that's a terrible thing, but it kind of is. I think you got to have a run game, and I think Cleveland will be able to run on the Ravens, and I think that uh, Mayfield can do enough to win this game. I, I definitely understand that reasoning. So that's our quick picks for the NFL. Let's keep it pushing. Uh, run through this UFC card real quick. We can kind of do kind of do similar to what we just did, similar to what we just did. Uh, just run through this main card real quick, and then if there's anything you want to expand on, just stop me. Uh, so first fight on the card, Junior Dos Santos, the legend, fighting Cyr- – I never know how to pronounce this dude's name. I think it's Cyril – Gain Gane, I think it's Gane because I think he's French or some shit. But I think that guy trains with uh, Francis, if I'm not mistaken. Hmm. You a junior? I don't. I, I don't think so, dude. I think I'm gonna go with the other guy. Uh, I just think Junior's on his way out, on his way down rather, and I think this other guy is on his way up. So, yeah, I mean, I'm gonna roll with him. Six and zero. Oh. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, he is a pretty big favorite at minus 440. So I'm just going to have to pick, I'm going to have to pick him just based solely off of that. Like you said, Dos Santos, he, he's getting old. Uh, done, not what he used to be. So yeah, I'm going to go with, we're just going to call him Gane. I like it. Uh, next up, you got Jacare and Kevin Holland. Kind of a similar thing for me here i just think kevin holland's on his way up i've liked him since i saw him on i think it was the contender series if i'm not mistaken um and then you got a guy in jockeray that's kind of on his way down i guess you would say but so i'm gonna roll with kevin holland on that one yeah i it's a toss-up for me i'm gonna roll with soza i don't think his last two losses were terrible but again, like you said, Holland is on his way up. Pretty close matchup, in my opinion. I'm just going to go with Souza because I, I kind of like Souza. Next up, you got Mackenzie Dern versus Verna Jandaroba. I don't know really anything about Jandaroba. Um, she's 16 and 1, though. But even with that being said, I'm rolling with Mackenzie Dern. Got to go with Dern. I'm, I gotta, I'm always going to roll with Dern. Fair point. Now we get into the people's main event, Tony Ferguson and Charles Oliveira. Yeah, this is by far my favorite fight on the card by a long shot. Uh, Wouldn't consider myself a fan of Tony Ferguson, more so a fan of watching him fight. Whether he wins or loses, you know it's not going to be boring. But in this one, I'm going to go Ferguson. His last, his last matchup was Gaethje, right? Uh, yeah. Well, he and I mean, he took a lot of damage. He probably took more damage in that fight than he has an entire career. But we'll see how that works for him. He might never be the same again. But I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Ferguson in this one. I'm going to take the opposite approach. I'm going with Charles Oliveira. I think his you know his striking style is. I wouldn't say similar to Tony Ferguson, but similar in the sense that real unorthodox. And I mean, he's the all time leader in submissions in the UFC, if I'm not mistaken. So 
I'm gonna roll with him. I think he's I think he's on like a pretty fat winning streak right now. I think it's like seven or eight or something. Oh wow. but uh we'll see. I think Oliver is gonna be next in line for a title shot after this fight. What are they doing for the lightweight title? Uh I don't know. I, I've I think um Dana's kind of stuck on the fact that Khabib might come back. So he's just he hasn't vacated it or anything yet. If if they were gonna be smart about it and do what they want to draw in the most money, they would make Connor and Poirier for the belt. Yeah. In January, I think. But uh they haven't announced anything about it yet. I mean if Khabib does fight again. I mean, what's the fight he's looking at? GSP? Which wouldn't be... Yeah, at, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and that definitely wouldn't be at 155, so who knows. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, that division's kind of just in limbo right now. You really hate to see it. Yeah, for real. So uh, next up, main event, Davison Figueredo and Brandon Moreno. I'm going with Figgy on this one just because... I think the dude is just a wrecking ball at 125. He's a fucking he said he said in an interview the other day that he's like I think somewhere just shy of 145 when he's in the cage. So dude's basically a, a fly or a featherweight in the cage. So I'm rolling with him on that. I think he has too much power. I think he's too crafty to I mean just to take a L in this division. Yeah, I mean he's he is he's on a tear. It's gotta be the best. You know, I mean this is by this gotta be his prime. Uh last four fights, all finishes, three of those finishes in the first uh third or in the yeah, in the first round, and all three of those first round finishes by submission, the other by uh KO in the second round. But like you said, the guy's huge, just too big. Uh, and I think this is the guy. I mean he's this is the guy that took over his division once Cejudo left. Did they ever fight each other? I don't think so. Golly. I would love to see that. Yeah, that would be a, a banger of a fight. I can see that being, you know, a, a possibility still. I mean, Cejudo, yeah, he's retired, but no reason he couldn't come back and fight. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Figueredo's the scariest dude at 125 that I've seen. Obviously, I won't say he's the best because you got Mighty Mouse in that conversation and he's in like right. the top three of my goat list, but definitely the scariest flyweight I've ever seen. Mighty Mouse got shafted by that Cejudo fight, but that's, that's neither here nor there. The guy's probably making more money where he's at now. But <laughs> yeah, so uh, Figueredo, I'm going with him. I'm pretty sure you said the same thing. I just don't think Moreno is going to have enough to get it done versus him. He's just. I mean, he's by far been the best in that division, and rightfully so, because he holds the belt. Yep. That's really all I got for it. Yeah. I think that's it. That's a wrap. Yes, sir. So if you want, just go ahead and send us out. So you can follow us on Twitter at PaddingStatsPod. You can follow myself on Twitter at TKPTSP, and I'll let you drop yours. Follow me at Bose. B-O-Z-E-P-T-S-P, and we'll catch y'all next time. Yeah.